This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Nissan. Uh, As a pioneer in the electric vehicle space, Nissan is always looking for ways to deliver new, meaningful technologies to EV owners. Uh, After all, Nissan has been making EVs since 1947 when Jason was born, and their EVs have now traveled 8 billion miles uh, by Nissan Leaf owners since 2010. Yes, 8 billion miles. That's the equivalent of driving to Pluto and back. Very cool. Think that's electrifying? One of their EVs trekked all the way to the North Pole, and Nissan even tests their EV technology on the Formula E racetrack. But Nissan knows that you don't get an EV just for the E. God. You get a Nissan EV because it makes you feel electric. No MGMT. Because it sparks your imagination. It ignites something within you. It pins you to your seat and takes your breath away like one of Jason's after-the-club makeout sessions. I have a Tesla. I don't like being pinned to my seat by Elon. That's why I choose a Nissan Leaf. <laughs> That's what Nissan thinks when they're designing their EVs, like the Nissan Aria and the Nissan Leaf. It's about creating a thrilling design that electrifies its customers. I love Nissan's focus on creating a thrilling drive and an electrifying life. In today's world, it's so important to look around you, pay attention, to look for all of the tiny ways that life can electrify you. <laughs> If you want to know how I feel electric every day, after I walk my dogs, Mochi and Puchu, every time I, I use my aloe coconut oil wipes on the bottom of their paws so they don't track in any of that dirt into my house or my fret sheets. Nissan, EVs that electrify. gone <clears throat> we're back in this bitch uh chris black and jason stewart uh thank you to our friends over at nissan of course mm-hmm. jason said it's we're getting off to a spicy start today because i made a few comments before we started recording that i thought were kind of par for the course mm-hmm. so if you want to kind of if you want to kind of air our dirty laundry on the mic um you know i'm fine with that if that's what you want to do babe no i don't feel like fighting about that right now i don't Honestly, I'm like destroyed because I did Pilates for the first time in my life yesterday with uh, my life partner who literally, you know, when you're in the class and they're like, everybody watch Brooklyn. She's going to be our our form figure model if you're ever wondering what to do. Yeah. My my chick basically teaches the class. Yeah. And I was the first. It was the first time I've ever done it before. And she's just over there, mm-hmm. you know, doing her little things. You know, they're like, all right, if you're an expert, you can do this instead. She was doing all the extra side shit. She was putting extra springs on her reformer, and TJ was having to Bro, take breaks. Five reds, five reds <laughs> just to five reds? walk out the house. Bro, it's going to cost you five reds to get me on the table, bro. That's Five that's reds all. for a walkthrough. That's what my bitch said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone point your ass towards the parking lot and point your little titties towards the restroom. It was a fucked up thing. And sh- and you were telling me before, you were like, I like Pilates a lot. I think it's really dope. But you, you mentioned it kind of drives you a little cuckoo doing a workout where you don't really have a full sweat, right? I go, I probably go once a week to, to natural Pilates over here in Hollywood and I really like it, but yeah, I don't really, it's so hard and I'm like, my body is truly trembling and rejecting the idea of doing 10 more of whatever they're asking me to do, yeah. but I just don't, I don't really sweat. It, it's it's strange. Really? 
Yeah, I don't really sweat, and and but I mean, it, I don't, I don't know. It's it's obviously my my twisted body is maybe just. Well, you're just in that good of a shape because I was I I had that in mind when I was okay when I was loading Did I up. Fuck you! I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to fuck no, you. No, up. no, no, no. But I was that when you were telling me you don't sweat at all when you're doing Pilates. That sounded like it made a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, and I'm and I'm doing the moves and I'm looking around and my life partner and all the other Pilates girlies are are doing all of their shit on expert mode and there's no sweat either. They're de- they're definitely not sweating. They're not sweating at all. I look. I could literally the, the sporty and rich. <laughs> the sporty and rich matching set can be worn the next day. It, it's <laughs> it's that that's how dry it is. Okay. Well, uh, over on my fucking Legree reformer, <laughs> I could literally. <laughs> I could, I could read the reflection on my t-shirt logo in the puddle of water that had gathered okay. on the, like I could literally like okay. see if there's a piece of parsley in my teeth in the reflection on the, on the puddle of water <laughs> okay, okay. that I had that so created. TJ's okay so TJ saw God on the reformer yesterday and how is your um body feeling today because that's the beauty of Pilates especially as a man it really you know, it, it, those small muscles that we're not paying attention to, we're on the squat rack or with the dumbbells, our little buddies having our locker room talk. Mm-hmm. They're getting attention that they don't normally get. So I hope you're feeling some soreness. Yeah, you're too areas. busy playing grab ass with Hunter over there while I'm working my little tiny horny muscles. Yeah. Can I walk? The answer is no. <laughs> okay. So how long? I, I, <laughs> what is the, where is the, because my pain is usually in my obliques mm-hmm. and also sometimes my triceps because they'll do like a gnarly arm series. But where are you feeling the most pain right now? It's more of a where aren't, where, no, every, it's okay. truly okay. Every, like every, my okay. teeth don't hurt. That's kind of about it. But no, like <laughs> right, the, so your, the obliques. Your tongue, your tongue feels good, but everything else the is The obliques. Kind of um, yeah, after I stopped, after I started hostage taping my mouth shut my tmj has really gone down but no it fucked me up everywhere hurt bro you've never done an oblique exercise in your entire adult life so this is good for you that's not true i've done i've done a lot of russian twist with the 45 plate suck my dick chris okay that's that's some i guess that counts sort of did i have good form at the time i've learned (laughs) looking back i did not (laughs) maybe didn't work as as it should have but um well i'm glad that you joined i got it done but i'm glad that you joined pilates mafia and as a gift i would like to go on amazon and see if they have a size 17 in the grippy socks because the grippy oh, socks don't worry don't worry i've already already fucking did you cop up blew out a fucking bag yeah okay, yeah, yeah. i went full we don't check price tags let's just say the amount of bombus.com points i have right now <laughs> i could f- i could fly to the fucking south pole and back and like i'm fucking nissan leaf bro okay so today for your recovery um, I have a feeling you're off and edible right now, but also no, 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 no. no have no, you no. had maybe a special holiday drink yet? Maybe to make you, <laughs> to make you not. And I'm not talking about eggnog or maybe a coconut water or or a fizzy water or anything, but maybe something a little more special that that you found out about today. Um, that I found out about today. Interesting. I I think I see you're trying to lead this pony to water. But I, the problem is I drink so many of those beverages, it's hard to tell. I know, uh, I know. Did I go home and crack open a recess? Oh, you bet your little fucking ass I did. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not talking about a recess. I'm talking about something that combines kind of two twisted things into one <laughs> ultimately twisted oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now that it is December 1st, 
you know I love drinking whole milk, right, Chris? That's right. I started watching. There's like this Netflix documentary about this the Pepsi challenge. This kid was trying to win a fucking yes, yeah, uh, Harrier yeah. jet. Blah blah blah. Anyway, it had me feeling like, yo, Pepsi. It's we don't we don't want to sleep on it completely but so you know okay so you're kind of a look i'm from atlanta it's obviously a, a coke household wherever i am but you're mm-hmm. from kind of neutral california right, where, where so, yeah that's right yeah and uh <laughs> the the i feel like the you know california is it feels like neutral soda territory yeah you know i actually remember being a kid and doing the pepsi challenge at the fucking mall I won, of course, but that's crazy. I I remember I remember clear Pepsi. That's the only Pepsi memory mm, I have. Yeah, when they they really pushed that. But anyway, I'm sorry. So you were you were taking a second look at Pepsi, is what you're telling? Yeah, me. Yeah, and I thought, what if I combine milk and Pepsi together to kind of you know I saw I saw Holy I saw the shit, root beer bro. float milk when I was in uh, in Napa Valley, and that kind of was like okay. It sounds terrible, but also like if they're bottling and packaging it, then somebody must like it, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's one way to put it. But in our VC backed culture, literally any, I saw it <laughs> on my run today. I looked up and saw a billboard that said number one micro dose cannabis canned beverage in America. And I thought, and I thought to myself, like, how, how, how hard can that be? Like, how hard? That's like, that's like having the number one podcast in the men's grooming and toothbrushing fashion yeah, category. Like, what are you we know? talking about? Like, how, how, how specific can we get when, when kind of congratulating ourselves for for accolades? But anyway, I'm sorry. So you thought to yourself. What if I combine some of my high-end hormone-free whole milk mm-hmm. with an ice-cold glass of Pepsi Cola? Yeah, just get a little squirt in there because there's like in uh, I had dinner last night at Rafi's place, Persian restaurant, and they have of course a friend of the show, Rostam. He ordered when we went there some some Dool, yeah, which is a carbonated yogurt drink. So you know the the thought of mixing a carbonated soda with a dairy product, it's not new. You know it's. If you if you turn your nose up at it, that's racist. Honestly, okay. Um, okay. it's wow. erasure okay. of the Persian and Armenian countries. <laughs> okay. I don't think Kim K would like it at all. No, she wouldn't. And I'll shout out to Skims. Actually, I love the new campaign featuring Snoop Dogg and his family. It looks great <laughs> for the holidays. I wonder if they when when the Kardashians were all kids. <laughs> do you think like Rob and Chloe like? Chris was like, "All right, no more, no more yogurt drinking. Have we want maybe? Should we? Do we want to try the? I think that I think you've had enough, Robert." I think you've had enough yeah, carbonated have a, yogurt drink. Yeah. <laughs> have a clearly Canadian. Um, yeah. So does it taste good? No, it's very bad. Okay. But is it because, you know, when you when you get the visual on it, maybe like a hot actress is kind of pouring one mm, interesting. And, and it looks it cut. It kind of just looks like a cold brew, and and <laughs> you got your sh- you got your shorty at Alfred going hard body on the on the opening is what it kind of looks like. I think if if uh, if Nana Lohan were to ever, <laughs> isn't it cool that Lindsay Lohan looks older than her mom? <laughs> if, if Nana Lohan ever whipped it like that, she would have to get she would have to kind of go Renee Redzepi mode and pull out some xanthan gum stabilizers because yeah. if I'm mixing milk, especially with my raw unpasteurized grass-fed and finished milk yeah with a can of fucking horny ass pepsi there's going to be curdling involved it's not going to be a smooth mix yeah, yeah. whatsoever i i agree and this is something we should i kind of want to get eyeballs on this next thankfully time. we have a culinary guest on our show today who will kind of <laughs> yeah. be able to answer some of those molecular a, gastronomical actually, yeah, questions our, that i have our guest today is kind of my renee 
if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not because I'm not super into pickling. I'm more into like chips and cookies and stuff. <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit kind of today's today's culinary adventure is finally crispied. You know what I mean? We finally found uh-huh. someone who's not going to want to talk about their like annoying methods. Chris or said you could hold those reindeer testicles. Uh, pickled in juniper berry. <laughs> let me get. Uh, let me get a motherfucking. Uh, let me get number, buffalo let me chicken. Get, buffalo uh, chicken Caesar wrap. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm inter- I can't wait to talk to our guest about culinary adventures as well as maybe <laughs> some other adventures uh, that 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 could be. And I don't want to tease this too much. That could be more interesting than cold cuts. And I know that's hard. I know that's kind of hard for you to wrap your head around. Look. Because you are a cold cuts lover. There's, I'm trying to find some kind of joke about <laughs> bo- run me my boar's head or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I'll clean that one up in post. I'll punch it in. Boar's head, uh, boar's head play is always on the table when you're from Queens. So I think our guest will get that. But our guest today is a, a friend of the program uh, and, a, and a friend of Jason and I's in real life. Paul, uh, better known as Uncle Paulie, streetwear deli owner to the stars. He's got multiple locations. He also has an interesting background in the comedy mm-hmm. space that I think we need to explore today because I feel like that part of his story yeah. is not really out there. This guy sold more hats than fucking New Era, bro. He's making more money than anybody that listens to this podcast on hats and sweatshirts alone mm-hmm. this holiday season. And that is something that I'm not only deeply jealous of, uh, but want to hear the ins and outs of because I think that like, you know, most people that have their lives changed by Pete Davidson, it requires his dick. <laughs> In this case, Uncle Polly had his life changed by Pete Davidson. And he didn't have to even suck for one second. Well, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. We have to get to the bottom of that as well. We'll let him answer that question himself. Yeah, he's he spent time on the road with Action Bronson. He's from Queens. He has a comedy background. He makes sandwiches. Uh, he recently uh, became... Uh, Podunk Polly uh, and purchased a truck. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my his version of Country Chris. He's got the he's got the all new Ford F one fifty XLT Sport. I I believe it could be a Lariat edition. We'll get to the <laughs> bottom of it. But I mean, the point is that that thing can hold a lot of fucking sandwiches. Yeah, the amount of the amount of mayonnaise <laughs> that he can fit in the bed of that motherfucker. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> not goddamn goddamn well yeah no let's let's just let's let's talk to paulie i wanted to talk quickly about our spotify wrapped but no we can get into it we got a couple we got one more minute yeah thank you to everyone for for your nice words just to be clear um i only did that because i was paid um i would never think of doing one of those and i just want to clear that controversy up right now jason I don't think anyone doubted that or had any question about that. Okay, good. Whenever you see the hashtag blank partners or whatever shit, you know, it's luckily everyone is sort of like, all right, we understand. We're going to we're going to signal boost and give a great flame emoji so we can get our little bag so we don't have to do Patreon or anything like that, guys. Yeah, it's perfect for us. That's why we do that's why we do ads like a normal podcast. We don't make you pay to hear us talk about extra bad stuff like Joe Budden. Thank, thank God, Joe Budden contents are free. I don't know, and you hopefully you guys can talk about Joe Budden because that's probably the only podcast he listens to, other than How Long Gone. Well, I'm gonna do. I, I've got a tight 15 savaging Nas ready to go that I think could could lead to the hottest debate in How Long Gone history, bro. <laughs> he's gonna wring your fucking neck through the Zoom call. All right, let's give Paulie a call, and uh, we're gonna get into all the stuff and more. Hold on to your hat. 
could have walked over to Chris's house. <laughs> Uncle Paulie, so are you coming to us from your kind of collectible sneaker room, or is this your office? <laughs> <laughs> my my man cave. It's my slash sneaker room man cave. Yeah. Okay. So is that the stuff that's waiting to go to StockX, or is this what you actually wear? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> you're trying to get me in trouble over here. Look, look, look. New Balance makes a lot of great silhouettes, but not all of them are perfect. You know what I mean? Listen, I got I got diapers to buy. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> no. I, give, me, give me a fucking rig, huh? <laughs> shit ain't cheap. I wondered. So I've, I've always wanted to get a glimpse into the behind the scenes of, of Uncle Polly and this feels like it you know because i've never been to your home i've only been to your place of business well i have an office i have an office at my my shop but i yeah i'd get interrupted too much if i was there so i have a little um i have a little back house attached to the garage and i got a tv in here a couch computers all my all my you know all my ald new balances (laughs) so you got the ald aud six pair of six pairs of (laughs) tims yeah exactly so do you make beats in here or is this a different studio than where you make your beats? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, it's 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 great to have you finally join us here. And what I wanted to get into off top, which I think is one of the most interesting things about you, is your deep ties to the comedy community. Because this is something that I didn't know about you when we met and it kind of explains a lot to me okay he's a, he's a chuckle fucker yeah you're a chuckle fucker and i think that the the, the fans what's the definition of a chuckle fucker uh it's it's usually a uh man or woman that fetishizes comedians for sexual intercourse so that's <laughs> i'm not a chuckle <laughs> that means that means uh, you'll fuck anything who's got a tight 15 you know what i'm saying yeah well i grew up in the comedy uh the comedy business my mother uh when she was young she would go to all the comedy clubs in Manhattan. She would go to Catch a Rising Star, the Improv, mm. the Cellar, all those spots. And then um, my grandfather um, had a club in Queens. It was a, it was actually a bowling alley. That wasn't. <laughs> it was uh, random. He actually ended up owning the bowling alley. He worked there, then owned it. That sounds like a nice cash business, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was like the American dream. You know, he used to set up the pins back in the day. Whoa, um, shit! Before they had the automated. You know, he used yeah. to be 15 years old, and before they had the automated uh, machine. He would be back there with like three other dudes setting up pins after you knock them down. It was crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, that is yo, really crazy. Pause. Wild Could pause. Be more blue collar. Like that shit is. Yeah. That is blue collar. That's very blue collar. Mm-hmm. He ended up owning the bowling alley. My mother had the idea when she was in her early twenties to open up a club. Um, they it was Jimmy's bowling alley. They ended up calling it Jimmy's comedy alley. Nice. Um, and she had she had a really good you know ten years of comedy there when I was I was you know barely even I was like eight, but she had a uh, you know. Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, you know, all the big comedians at the time. Oh. Comedy business kind of ended, uh, kind of um, went into, sh- into, the sh- into the shitter after um, all the TV shows came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Evening at the Improv and uh, HBO and all those, um, you know, because you could watch comedy on TV. You didn't have to go to a comedy club. Sure, sure. Every channel had like a late night comedy thing. So, the you know, the club closed and she ended up going to work at a lot of comedy clubs in the city. When I was 18, I needed a job. I ended up bartending. Or back in- I feel like you might have had some jobs in high school that we can't talk about here, but you mean, you mean, well, <laughs> what you mean, staples? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I stocked the shelves of staples. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that job. <laughs> and um, I ended up, you know, working in the clubs for like 10, 12 years. I mean, you know, in my since I was like 18 to like in my late 20s, I was working in Midtown. I worked at all the clubs and I was surrounded by them. Um, you know some really funny comedians that I know till um, mm-hmm. today. It's still okay. And and did you during that entire run 
did you ever get the itch and and did anyone ever be like, eh, why don't you go up there and do a little open mic or something? You know, I got the like, you know, I got the inner, I got the, like the back end of the business and I seen how hard these guys, you know, struggled and to get, you know, so that's why I have a kind of like a respect for them because, yeah. you know, some of my boys that actually became, you know, great comedians and podcasters or whatever. Um, it's a tough business, man. I didn't want to get into that. It was like, it was a grind. Dude, these guys were running around like mm-hmm. doing five sets a night on the train, bouncing from club to the club. Um, it's a, it's a crazy, um, it's a crazy crap. But that's, I mean, it sounds fun as long as you're young. I was funny. I was funny at the bar with them. You know, we went to the bar and, <laughs> You know the banter and st- all that stuff, but um, you're the fun. You're the funniest guy at the bar for sure, no question. Like these guys can't. These guys get on the mic; they have to perform. You're a natural. That's the difference. I'm quick. <laughs> yeah, you are low key nice with it. I have noticed that. But I mean, no, nobody busts a better ball than Polly. I say. Well, you grow up in Queens. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have that. You know, that ball busting mentality. If you if you get if you get kicked out of school, you okay. This this Queens school, thing, you can't take it. I would love to understand this Queens pride. You know, because I'm from Atlanta. I have some pride, I guess. Jason is from Orange County. He reps Orange County, but Queens for some reason, everybody I know from Queens, it's like the first thing they have to fucking tell you you know they can't just be like my name is paulie the first thing is i come from fucking queens my name is paulie nah, I don't, do i do that no i don't I, think I, it does you could kind of you could kind of hear it when i'm when i'm you know that's a I, good, mean, it, I can't get rid of you know, that's a good point it's pretty self-explanatory yeah i mean um no i mean i don't know what it is i don't know you know I don't know. I don't know what you know. It's a great place to. Uh, it's a great place to be from. It's a great place to be from. Is it really? Yeah, I mean, I've seen Entourage. I understand how it all works. There's a lot of pride. Believe it or not, I didn't even watch that show. You didn't watch Entourage? I watched it recently, like a few years ago, I think. But I never, when it was on TV, I didn't really watch it. Um, it was good. What? <laughs> That was no, no one's ever said that about Entourage. Everyone's always just like, it's the dumbest shit, but I can't stop watching it. Or like, I am Queens Boulevard. <laughs> I think so. I just want to understand because I know all these guys from Queens. They want to tell me about it, you know, but it feels like a a working class community. Is that fair to say? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A melting pot. Okay. It's a melting pot as well. So there's lots of cultural happening yes okay. absolutely yeah. so you had you had yes, friends absolutely. you had yeah. friends from all walks of life i would imagine yeah united colors of benetton basically it was uh <laughs> it was uh, it was uh you know you grow up you know colombian dominican greek you know korean chinese it's very you know i'm from flushing it's all you know it's all asian b-boys freights rooftops turntablism <laughs> all, all the all the five elements of hip-hop yeah all the five elements. you do you do seem like a guy who's representing the five elements of hip-hop but do you <laughs> now i didn't know you had such ties to the asian community like our friend jason that's interesting to know <laughs> no i wouldn't say that i have ties to the i mean i i, I mean Am I gonna get canceled? I don't know. Be careful. I don't. What do I? What am I? <laughs> yeah, Chris is Chris is trying to lead you. Flushing Main Street. If you're from Queens, you know that it's you know it's Korean and Chinese. It's just that's what it is. You but that's up. the number. That's like the number one place they tell you to get on the train and go eat because the food is bomb, right? Yeah. Is that the? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you can you handle that kind of Asian spice, or is that too much for your for your um, palate? It's some of it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know how it's unenjoyable. <laughs> I mean, some of them. Uh, I yeah, agree. I'm, I'm, I I'm a middle middle spice guy. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin my day. Yeah, I'm the same as you. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't understand that extreme. I, I don't understand that. I, I, honestly, I can't even say I understand getting on a train to go eat food at this point. Well, <laughs> uh, me, well, me neither. I mean, we're grown up. We're, we're grown up. We're grown ups. What are we? What are we? we you know, what are we doing? Getting on a train? Do, you, do you go when you go back to New York? Do you go up to Queens and go to your favorite deli, or are you done tapping in? Yeah, when I go back, I go back to like the the places that I grew up going to, just to like rewatch the movie, kind of, because I have a shop now and I. <laughs> I, you know, when I when I was going there, I wasn't you know aspiring to open up a, a a place, but I like to go back and get some inspiration. But when you when you go back to like the old deli in Queens, is it like when like when Kobe goes back to his high school or something like that, and everyone's like, oh, nope. no one knows, no 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 one knows who I am. <laughs> so no one calls you Hollywood or anything like that. Okay, <laughs> call me. Oh, my boys will call me. You know, I don't know. They'll, they'll bust my balls. Yeah, but no. I, you know, you got to go back to uh, the old stomping grounds. I agree. I do that too, but I I don't get any respect either. So it's kind of unfortunate. Jason, when you go to Orange County, are they showing you love at the mall and stuff? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not getting you're not getting any love either. They're not fucking with the program. They don't understand me. You know, you don't you don't DJ in Orange County mega clubs enough to kind of keep your legacy going. I wish, bro. Actually, I don't like. Are there mega clubs in Orange County? We got it. Yeah, there's some mega clubs in Orange County. I forgot what it. They're they're probably called like Shark or something (laughs) like that. You know what I mean? Sand. (laughs) Yeah, we. Yeah, sand. We could hit. I mean, Orange County. Orange County and Queens probably have a lot of similarities. You know, there's like there is a little bit of the working class ish, and around the '90s in the club, there was like there was like the kind of Dennis Rodman like pimp and hoe kind of swag going on you know a lot of zebra print velour jumpsuits and things like that i feel like you know over there in queens you guys might have had a little flashy flavor we had some we had some flavor yeah north faces and yeah <laughs> now when, of, you, when you were when you were a young criminal in queens uh what dude what <laughs> I'll edit. I'll edit out. I'll edit this. No, more. it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Leave it in. What it's is funny. your? Yeah. What was your go-to look? How how big were your pants? How crispy were the Air Force Ones? Were the Timberlands uncrispy? Air Force Ones. The Air Force Ones were always crispy. Pants were baggy. <laughs> pants were baggy. I was like the first one to kind of come through to the you know come through the park with like the fitted jeans. People were like getting on me, and I went back and I was like, some of my boys look ridiculous now with the. Uh, with the Amiris and the, uh, right, and right. I'm like, dude, you guys were talking a lot of shit. Uh, you know? So, so when you pulled up with the, when you said, when you had the fitted jeans, how fitted are we talking? Cause I can't really see you. No, they weren't, they weren't, you know, no, I'm not saying. Okay. The, the ball mains weren't painted on. Seven for all mankind. Uh, <laughs> you know. No, you were wearing seven the, uh, for all mankind's tucked into the beef and broccolis. <laughs> you can leave like you got ran through. Um, so when when you have the when you have to have the crispy Air Force Ones, were you in that stage of your life where if somebody smudged them or you dropped a little bit of pepperoni grease on them, do you instantly throw them away and unwrap a new box, or do you have a home cleaning kit? You ha- you get you could have a home cleaning kit, but I mean to an extent. If they got a dog, you don't want to you know what, what you know what am I, you got you got to trash. Yeah, you step in some dog shit, it's over. Even if it's some <laughs> red bottoms. Well, you had the ones for the club that you knew were going to get dog that night, so you would wear those. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
And then you okay. have the ones that, you know. So you have a daylight pair and kind of like a nighttime pair. That's a little <laughs> yeah. bit. That makes sense. It's like, it's, like Chris's, it's like Chris's glasses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I used to wear glasses. I have different right. pairs. Paulie, when you have uh, when you have the razor blade in your mouth under the tongue, <laughs> do you ever have a mishap or a whoops-a-daisies where like, call 911, call 911? No, we never, okay. we never, we, no? we never had to do that. You, so no. you're telling me you're hanging out yeah. in parks in Queens just raw dog. You're just out there hanging no, out. No, I'm not saying. I, never, I just never kept the razor. I didn't say that, Queen. I didn't say that. I'm not saying there wasn't something close by. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say, yeah, he had he had the pepper spray in the bush over there if he needed to pop off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you walk if you walk to the basketball goal and take a right, you know where to find it. I always liked I liked the the razor blade behind the ear look or like kind of like tucked it. That was a bold move. That that sends out a vibe and an energy to the world that like it's, it wasn't so bad. I mean, now it's now you need now now you know when I went back, definitely um, it's definitely active um, in New York <laughs> but, now. Um, but when I was a kid, it wasn't you know it wasn't super. It wasn't as active. You get on the train, no problem. What kind of clubs were you going to in your Air Force Ones? What where, where were you stomping in your Air Force Ones? Jason, you ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. ED, EDM. What? Sound Factory. Wilo. The tunnel marquee marquee was a little later but yes we went to marquee a little later oh not a little later but like when i was like a kid kid like there was clubs in astoria like you know dna and all the, the greek clubs we would hit um, <laughs> so you were going to dance you were going to dance clubs as well as hip-hop limelight when it was limelight right before it ended uh we were in there okay, wow yeah random random raves random raves in the uh in, in a park somewhere so you oh so you were open to all kinds of musical stylings oh yeah danny tameglia at vinyl Jason, that was a little name drop for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a legend. He's a legend. So that we, you and I, kind of have a similar trajectory where we listen to like, you know, whatever hip hop and hardcore. But then you would go to rave, or at least I would go to raves when I was still straight edge, just because of like the people watching, and I was just like so into it. And also, it was just like funny to see people wide open. I didn't necessarily love the music or even understand it, but then it slowly starts working in, and then you can't control your body, you know? Yeah, a lot of hip hop kids went to um, a lot of hip hop kids went to those clubs. I mean, it was packed with all types of different, you know, it was just open late, you know, it was kind of a, it's just a, you know, the girls were there. It was just a cool, uh, yeah, everybody was on drugs. But were you were you off the mollies though? Chill, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> bro if you go to a rave and you don't like the music there's only one answer to that question i didn't mind the music i like a little drum and bass here and there There we go a little fuji's remix <laughs> a little jungle yeah a little Af- yeah aphrodite uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay okay yeah i mean because i would go to the raves so stone cold sober that's crazy just for all that that's and crazy. then the fr- when i finally took some ecstasy and I was like, yo, this Tiesto guy ain't half bad. He's kind of spitting right now. <laughs> Things got better, yeah. <laughs> this Tiesto, this shit kind of yeah, hard. It's crazy though. to go there sober, though. It's crazy to go to a you know, rave sober. I don't know. That's a wild. Really I'm, I'm proud to say, I'm, I'm proud and both embarrassed to say that I've never been to a rave what? in my entire life. I've been to like warehouse parties that maybe were trying to kind of like simulate that. But like the heyday of raving, which I feel like I was alive for but i was into hardcore and was like this is whack yeah. like these guys look stupid and they're on drugs yeah. why would i go to yeah, this yeah. but new york was a little different i mean down there i don't know but the warehouse party i mean that was just a rape i mean in new york if you had a that's abandoned warehouse at bushwick i mean mm-hmm. that's where that's what that was a rape it doesn't matter what they were playing were or, you dri- were you driving a car sometimes or somebody was if i had to do a thing <laughs> did you have the honda civic with the the rockford foss oh, gates or like i had the i had the gti i had the volkswagen gti oh of course of acura, course the acura 
the Acura um, Legend. Okay, big body Nissan Altima. Not the Maxima. Al- not the Altima, bro. Oh, I went through. I went through. I went through all of them. That's not even good enough for your side piece, bro. Have you checked out any of <laughs> Nissan's electric vehicles? You sh- they're really nice. Are they a sponsor? Yeah, they are. <laughs> go, go go check out go check out those new Nissan. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's very sweet of you. Yeah, that's a pro. Yeah, I think that I always found that I feel like if you're an outer borough, you you have a car even yeah. at 16, like a regular upbringing style. Yeah, I was in, I was I was deep out there, so the train was you know you know to get home at like 4 a.m. 5 a.m. on a train was insane. So yeah, everybody has somebody had a whip, and we would you know. Mm-hmm. Up on the LIE. Oh, gotta get gotta get in the Pathfinder on the yeah. LIE. You already know the vibes, Jason. This big CD book, the big <laughs> CD book that weighed like forty pounds. Bro, I'm scared. I'm scared of your. I'm scared of your CD book at that time. Jesus Christ! Oh, like Lime, Limewire was cracking. We were making we were making a lot of mixtapes. <laughs> I bet now. How many? Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a storage space somewhere with all your like DJ Clue mixtapes uh, and I shit, wish. or do you keep I that? Wish. I have a few actually laying around somewhere, but no, I don't have a I don't have an archive. Because you gotta ha- you, you guys gotta kind of hand that down to your daughter. That's some real, you know, that's like inheritance. That was a real thing, man. Those mixtapes were, uh, yeah, important. That was my NFT. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Paulie, let's let's talk about sandwiches just a little bit. Chris is on record for sort of being anti-food in general, but he does like a, yep. he does kind of like a like a Jimmy John's veggie set, veggie sub. I want you to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you know about sandwiches. You know Chris and his fucked up whatever personality. I want you to prescribe Chris a sandwich. What What do you think? Well, what do you think is going to move his needle? Funny enough, I'm actually launching like a vegan veggie menu, like just to the side, just to have because I get so many questions. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, people want sandwiches, they don't eat meat, so I have to. You kind have of to. So to the custies, customers, you know, the custies need you. You got to serve the custies. Yeah, which I'm not. You know, I'm not the guy. Like, I'm not the sandwich Nazi. Like, you want to if you want to have like you, you could have a nice sandwich without meat on it. Like, I, I get it. Like, you don't want to feel like you know you don't want to be feel so full you don't eat meat whatever it's it's a nice little you know you can break it up yeah um so i you know we ha- we're actually launching like a nice little veggie menu is that a how long is that a how long gone exclusive uncle Polly's veggie menu coming soon yeah kind of yeah um okay <laughs> so you want you want me to create like a sandwich for for, for chris yeah well for, for both of us actually but i want you to do chris first pause <laughs> i like a veggie sandwich with like some sort of substance i don't like um like a, a veggie sandwich which you like you know, uh, arugula sprouts and a tomato. Like that's kind of like, like kind of tr- like uh-huh. whatever. Like, what do you, sure. you know? Right. So I like, you know, we're doing like I did like an Italian combo, but not with any meat or cheese. I did it with uh, marinated artichokes instead. So it has some sort of, oh. you know, the artichokes are marinated in garlic and olive oil overnight. They're, you know, they taste great. And they and they have some sort of substance. So when you eat the sandwich, you feel like you're kind of eating yeah. a sandwich. With the with the big boys, you know, yeah, something you can sink your teeth into. So yeah, we're doing those, you know, eggplant parms, or you know, eggplant eggplant parms. Oh those, those come dudes. on, you know, I, you know, I can't handle that. <coughs> oh man, a little heavy. Yeah, that's a that's a big boy <laughs> lunch. Yeah, I like the Italian with the, the veggie Italian that we kind of. <laughs> that created. sounds good. That sounds good. That sounds yeah, pretty- a little pepperoncinis. You can make it spicy. Get the Calabrian chili spread. It's got a nice little. It's like you're eating like a a nice substantial sandwich, like my Nona would make, of course, back in Atlanta. Mm, yes. Exactly. She's not the artichokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when so that sounds pretty good. What would now for Jason, a culinary adventurer? Um, I, I think that the prescription would have to be quite different. What would you load him up with if you're going boar's head mode? You know, I love mortadella, Paul. <laughs> Personally, uh, I'm a three ingredient guy. Three, okay, four tops. 
Oh, really? I like it simple. I like I'm like a I'm like a chicken cutlet mozzarella roasted red peppers. Call it a day. Forget about it. Yeah, just a simple. I don't want too much going on. But uh, the Italian, I mean, is fantastic. You know, it's got mm-hmm. you know, the mozzarella. It's got all, you know all the cured meats on it. You know, iceberg. Sure. Roasted red peppers oh, yeah. make it spicy. That's number one. I mean, that's the one. There's something about the crunchy iceberg. If you if, if, if it's your first time coming into my shop, that would be the one that I tell you to get. Which I actually haven't had before. I need to do that. We got We'll we'll go by this week, Chris, yeah. and we'll get a, we'll get a veggie and a mortadelle. I only go there to hang out with you and kind of check out what which guys in gallery department are, are ordering. <laughs> you know, but like this this time this time I'm coming to eat, bitch. Now what? <laughs> you know the other. <laughs> Because I was, what I love about Jimmy John's, you know, you've, have you built, you, you've told, right, you've built with John, right? He came to my, uh, yeah. Mr. John himself. I didn't build, I didn't build, I didn't build with him, no. I, I've met him in okay. passing. You, okay, so he came to, because he was like, I'm going to test out what this little bitch is trying to do over here. Like, I'm the god. Like, do you think that was the vibe? Or do you think he's a sandwich lover? Not at all. No, no, I don't even, I don't even, I could, no. He doesn't, you know, I'm not even on his radar. Damn, that's that's crazy that he would eat a sandwich not at his own place. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that feels wrong to see him out of. <laughs> I, I go all, you know, I eat sandwiches all over. I mean, you can't. Is like, that right? Yeah. I love sandwiches. That's why I opened up a sandwich shop. I love sandwiches too. <laughs> you know, LA's not LA's a little bit of a rough sandwich town, especially if you're from the East Coast. You're You're one of the only East Coast types of people. Who who have said positive things about the the sandwich scene in L.A. Maybe in this area was rough when I first opened. You know, you had large large amount of wine and cheese, phenomenal sandwich. Bay cities, you'll catch me up. if I'm on that side of the town, I'll, I'll hit Bay yeah. cities all day. I mean, sure, yeah. There's all you know Burbank. You got Mario's. You got uh, Pinocchio. You know all the there's they're all like. 34, 30, 30 to 45 minutes away from me. Yeah, I ain't driving. I ain't driving 45 minutes for a sub. I just ain't doing that. At two in the afternoon, it's like, dude, I'm going to be, you know, I'll be back by, you know, babe, I'll be home when it's dark. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some sandwiches out here. I'm not going to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at Mario's all the time over here in, in Glendale, baby. That's the one with the bread that they put in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They do what? Tell me what they do over there. They, they do a double decker. They, they cut the bread into three pieces. So there's a middle bread. So uh, some people like it. You can also get the middle bread removed, Chris. Don't worry. Is that a? Is that a? I'm just no, no. I'm. I'm. Is that like a style? I've never heard of that before. Or is that like their signature? I think it's a signature. I've I've seen a double decker before. Can't be that crazy. Yeah, I mean a club. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah just like a club. But but speaking of driving around all over town, I want to get into this pickup truck talk here, Paulie. We saw you with this new truck, and I think Jason has some questions <laughs> as a recovering truck driver. He he texted me the next day. He texted me the next day trying to get info on it. <laughs> <laughs> like oh baby yeah i texted him like 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 i was down bad i was like yo let me see some pics girl like yo you know like just let me see the inside i'm getting a i'm, get, I'm moving to orange county i'm getting the monster energy drink logo on the back gotta do that that's it. gotta do that no, i mean but it's it's crazy to see the time because like in the 80s like pickup trucks it was like oh like a badass like lifted toyota pickup truck was like a pretty cool look and then they kind of got taken over by like racist people for a long time and now the truck is kind of coming back yeah into our into our liberal strongholds and even uncle polly has one but you 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 put down the 5 series and you picked up the 150 and i think it looks very good on you and i think i think the, the yeah. truck is going to be coming around a lot more yeah the 5 series was not conducive to my lifestyle um i couldn't fit my dry cleaning in the back seat so <laughs> 
I need the truck for you know yeah. what purposes. And I know those crew necks are getting a lot of dry cleaning action. So I'm yeah, glad. I mean, I'm glad and we're not even talking out. about the the 50 pound buckets of mayonnaise or whatever you got to haul from restaurant depot. The jug of pickles that I got to you know yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I needed it for work, and um, they didn't really have any available at the time when I was looking two years ago, three years ago, and um, I, I've been looking for three years for a truck and a, a reasonable three pr- years. Well, for a reasonable price, you know, COVID came and mm-hmm. fucking microchip shortage. They were, t- I don't know, you couldn't get a truck. At a, it was like double the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does it what does it feel like? I get so much respect on the road. <laughs> you know how many uh-huh. sorry hands I get? From driving, I'll drive from here to the deli and I'll get six sorry hands. <laughs> they got some maniac contractor. I've never gotten this much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I, I'm finally getting the respect I deserve. Yeah, so it's a little bit of contractor cosplay by, like, they're assuming, you're not saying anything, they're just assuming that you you got something in there and you're not afraid to use it. <laughs> I think they just don't want me to run them off the road. Yeah, yeah. No, but true. I mean, but it's, but for you, you probably, a, you're, you're a guy who has probably gotten more respect on, on the road and just walking around than myself, just in terms of appearances. <laughs> um, so, like, imagine, so, like, that's how you were feeling. You know, you're already, you know, you're tatted up, you're brolic, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> you're over at the undefeated gym doing PRs. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I Look at my fucking skinny ass. When I get in the truck and I'm getting the sorry hands and I'm king of the road, it was such, I would never felt that feeling in my entire life. I can't believe you still don't have one. Well, I mean, I, it's, it's still around, but. He drove one, but it's also, it's like a chick truck. It ain't, I mean. <laughs> Jason, it's you would a agree. What's well, a chick truck? Rav Four. It's a no. fucking. It's a Nissan. <laughs> no, I mean it's not a big. It's not a. It's not a giant truck. It's not jacked up. It ain't. Yeah, I'm joking. It's but it's not raised. It's not the Desert Storm. The Desert Storm camo <laughs> Toyota Tacoma. Yeah. That you see on every street light. No, he doesn't have any roof racks or anything. It's just it was a just regular a regular. Truck, it was know? a four door black pickup truck. It was pretty stock. Nothing going on with it, but just that that feeling. And also, it was it was around the same time where I was, I, I've I've always been into like riding my bicycle, and I never wore a helmet because I thought it was for pussies. But around that same time, I was like, all right, I'm I'm getting a little older, you know. I'm, so you need it. I'm you know I'm I'm uh, I'm engaged, you know. I got I got people that are worried about me and all that stuff. Yeah, you got yeah you got ma- you got mouse to. Feed. I have exactly. I have I don't have any dependents yet, but you know maybe one day. <laughs> I have I have a beautiful puppy that cares about me and needs me, but I was I, I wore the helmet the same time I got the uh, the truck, and I I would feel the way that people look at you. They looked at me in a, a, a I had a feeling that I've never felt before, which is people looked at me and thought that I was a responsible person, and that was a that was a, a hat yeah. that I had never worn in my life, and. And and I've found that women want to have sex with you more when they think that you're a responsible person, which is also a new thing that I did not know about until my my late mid and late thirties. I'm sure it's appealing. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that appealing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, I can see that for somebody. I can see that for somebody. I just used yeah. irresponsibility yeah. to have sex with people for my whole life, and then and then a, a, a sea change. Beck style. Jason needs a Jason needs a truck bad. You had to see the text the next day I got. I'm like, down bad, bro. I'm he's down like, bad. He's like, what's the VIN number? He's like, yeah. <laughs> what's the VIN number? No, the the problem is Jason just got a new car and he thought he was bad with his little Benzo on Lorenzo's with the tinted windows and the and the cappuccino interior. Mm-hmm. But I think he saw the truck and he was a little bit like, damn. He's too tall for that shit for the Benzo. You're too tall for the Benzo. You need a big boy. He thought he fucked up. He thought he fucked up. I think he was having. Were you I think having he fucked some... up too. I think he fucked up. 
I'm gonna be completely honest. We're friends, right? I mean, you fucked up. By the what? By the time the cyber truck finally hits the streets, I will. I will pop. Don't worry. You and I'll race home from fucking horses and see what. See, you know, I'll do 300 on the dash. Suck my dick. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that the. Now, do you have access to another more normal car, or is this your daily driver? Yeah. Oh, you do. Okay. okay. No, I have access to a normal car. I have a Volvo. I have a Volvo for the family. Oh, that's. But so the family cool. likes a truck. Really? Sure. Yeah, my kid thinks it's a monster truck. She loves it. I dropped her. I dropped her off at. I dropped her off at school today in it. She was. She thinks it's the the best thing in the world. I would love to see Polly in the drop off line. Uh, what is that looking like? What What kind of celebrities have you made friends with at the school that also have kids? Well, I can't say that. But it's a quick, it's a quick, it's a quick shake some hands, shake some, shake some hands, a lot of head nods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a quick drop off. You're not, so you're not building with other parents. I am. I, no, I am. No, 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 for sure. We just can't talk about it, Chris. I haven't had my, you know, we, we're still drinking coffee. It's not really the time. People are going to work. I got shit to do. I'm not sitting there schmoozing with the, some random, mm. random parents. Yeah. Time is money. Jig, me and Jig are in building. I, w- I want to know about your because th- uh, this is a conversation I have with people who are around our same age who have kids and jobs and careers and dogs and all this shit. Yep, Chris hates all of it. All of it, trash. Job, dog. You know, ho- own, owning bodies. a home versus le- you know all that stuff. And I look at my life and I don't. I'm not that busy, but I feel like I'm always busy all the time, and I feel like I don't have time to do all this other stuff. And then I look at you, and you've got all this stuff going on, and you have. You know, you have a family and you have a kid and you're dropping them off at school and all this. You're doing so much more stuff than sure. I do. And you just have like the the motor inside of you is just running a little bit faster than than mine is for whatever reasons. Genetics, who knows? But was that something that was old? Yeah, genetics. That That's that's what it is. It's <laughs> genetics. That's what it is. <laughs> I can't keep it. I can't. I, yeah, it's just genetics only. Um, has that always been inside of you since you were a little kid, or is that something that you had to teach yourself as you got older? I, I had to teach myself that as I got older. Um, obviously, having my own business is just like it's 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 go time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sleep. Yeah, yeah, you need sleep. I mean, I'm in bed by nine thirty, ten. That's a look. I I I know you say that, but I also that's a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. I, you know, if I'm going to boys' dinner or boys' night, obviously those are my you know my nights where once a month where I get to have a beautiful dinner with Chris and Jason. Once a month, yeah. Once Last a time month. I went to dinner was with you guys. Once a month, I I I mean I kind of believe you. Oh, what do you think I'm up here? <laughs> um, a lot of coffee, Jason mm-hmm. helps. Okay, yeah, just you know it's 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 go. I feel like I'm at the age where it's just go time. It's like um, there's not enough hours in the day for me to get shit done you know i'm ho- i come home i'm working at home like you know i got the kid i put her to bed i'm on the computer i'm, I'm working on stuff uh, up early you know me and chris ceo hours you know i'm not i'm not jogging barefoot up beverly uh <laughs> the Easton, but uh you know i'm up yeah you go <laughs> check you, you go where you, you go where you belong to the streetwear gym and you get your little lift on and i love to see that yeah i, yeah, I love to trying see- to get you know that that helps a lot too um I think I I think I learned this as I got older. And you do you do you ever feel like you're burning out, or like if you push it too far, then then something happens, or do you do you make time and set time aside to? I said I said time aside. Okay. Yeah, I, I said time aside. Yeah, like last week I didn't do I didn't do anything. Uh, I literally ate and napped. Okay. Last week. Okay. So, and, but you're you're more than you're more than happy to to rest and relax just at home. You don't need to go to Z Wantanejo for a, a week and a half with. <laughs> well, I'll do that too. Okay. <laughs> 
Bro, he does yeah, it all. Okay. Uncle Polly's uh, getting money, bro. He can go wherever he wants to recover. <laughs> all right? He ain't like us, Chief. He can change. It is raining today. He can change the weather. Yeah, you got to have time. You know, like going to dinner with the homies and, and having that those type of moments uh, help kind of mm-hmm. reset and just get, you know, blow up some steam. You know, I'm around, you know, my wife and my, my child, you know, most of the time. Or my I'm at work with yeah. my, my staff. So it's nice to like, you know, you go, you know. Once in a while, you go to dinner with the boys, or go to lunch or something, and kind of just put the phone down and yeah. you know disconnect a little bit. I try and disconnect. I try to disconnect as much as possible when I can. Um, Chris, you taking notes? No, I'm never stepping away. <laughs> I don't like that's that, that's. I thought you were a real grustler, but I guess not. He stepped oh, away. I, <laughs> okay, I need a little reset. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Chris. <laughs> Reset is is honestly something that's been made up, I think, and forced upon us by uh, a certain kind of pussy on the internet. You know, I don't think this is real. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying that anybody told me I have to. I, I, I can keep, dude. <laughs> I can keep it going. You want me to keep it going? <laughs> you want me to keep it going? No days off from now on. Yeah, like you need. I, I need a second to like gather my thoughts, you know, get like and, and like you know. I, I have mm-hmm. constant emails and all this stuff, but you gotta kind of, you know, I'm looking into like I need a second to like think about next year and get things on paper and, and figure out what I'm doing. I got a lot, you know, 2023 mm. is going to be busy for me, so I gotta kind of sit back. And, when you mean on when you mean on paper, are you talking about your black book or like an actual <laughs> actual? Yeah, I write things oh, down. Oh, okay, I'm, like I'm, actual I'm, I'm notes like, for your business. I feel like it, I process it more when I write it down. I can't wait for the Uncle Paulie's moleskin to drop. I was actually gonna make. I was. I was actually gonna make one. I'm like, who's gonna get one of these? <laughs> no, no. That, that's you give it out as a as a Christmas present to all of your, yeah. you know, your great clientele. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's a nice gift. That's a nice gift. But yeah, we we were teasing the merch empire, and and I was saying that you know you might be making more money on merch than anybody that listens to this podcast from their regular job. <laughs> and I just you know I'm a little jealous because you know we have a little merch program here and we do okay, but. I was saying this to Jason. You might be the only guy that didn't have to fuck Pete Davidson for the look. You know what I mean? And that—that's that. Shout I mean, Pete. that's. that's- <laughs> Yeah, Pete should definitely get the moleskin this year with the gift basket with the edible arrangements. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You send you send Pete the the Calibrian chili uh, spread this year. Listen, I, I, I did not know when I was opening up his shop that I was going to have you know uh, uh, a whole other aspect of my business. Um, I think people really. Um, kind of got drawn to the logo um also that it being a real place it's not like a you know a yeah. fictitious thing or it's not cherry yeah i know what you mean <laughs> it, it goes back to it goes back to like actual place where you could go and eat and i think food also um hits people a little different people like um repping like a place that they go to all the time and mm-hmm. you, you know what I, I i don't know how to really exp- articulate it but it became a thing i mean it's you know there's a lot of obviously I had a lot of help. Yeah, but a lot of that's like I think the last time was was it like Dave's Hardware like that that T-shirt was sort of like the last. Yeah, time Dave's, where just, in, Dave's in New York. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave's Quality Meats. Yeah, no, no, no. Dave's Workwear, the the store. You know, the store on like in on like 16th Street that's like sells Carhartts and Dickies. Oh yeah, and everybody yeah. wore the Dave's yeah. logo. I I had a T-shirt of that and I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, oh, like everyone has to have this, and I'm sure a lot of people who wear an Uncle Polly's hat. Are just like I don't even know what the fuck this is, but I just gotta have this hat for whatever reason. No, I think they know. I think uh, the majority, probably eighty percent of them, know that Uncle Paul exists. Yeah, eighty percent. Yeah, I, I, well, but sure. and then I'm sure, I'm sure there's some people in you know other countries that have no idea, or never been, or you know. Um, I always grew up like loving the Hard Rock Cafe. Let's go. Those type of uh, 
those that merch, you know, mm-hmm. even like if I, if, you know, if I see one, I'll grab one. And, and I love also the, the to, like Tony's tow truck in Hoboken, like with the phone number <laughs> and the shitty character on it or whatever, like the blue collar, mm-hmm. you know, elevator company or whatever. So I kind of wanted to fuse both of those together. And that's what we kind of do. We just do like a little, you know, it's like the deli phone number address. It goes back to, it's the, listen, it's the best marketing. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, but you're right though. I think you're right. Like you see all these companies making stuff with like a fake address and a fake phone number. Like Richardson, Richardson <laughs> hardware is off. Like yeah. it was great. Like, but it, it wasn't like a, it, there was no hardware company, yeah. mm-hmm. but people love yeah. that, you know, that, that, that aesthetic, you know? Um, yeah, it just hit and people, and like Japan really loves it because they love anything with Americana, like yeah. phone numbers and addresses. I'm very humble when it comes to the merch. I'm really happy that it's does its thing, and you know I'm grateful for everybody who wears. That's good to hear that you're humble about something because I didn't Shut know up. if you'd find that today. <laughs> but, I'm, <laughs> but I'm glad no, those, to hear that. Those, those are the best situations where it's not a planned thing. You didn't have like a marketing creative agency or who's like, all right, we're going to make this hat take off. Like, like yeah. it has to be organic like that. Yeah, like Travis. You know, shout out to him. He was really like the one like that really kicked out. We were open for like six months and Travis lived on my block of the deli. You're talking about Barker or Scott? Scott. Okay. It's lit. And he came into the, he literally came into the deli, grabbed the hat off the shelf, rocked it, mm-hmm. you know, and fucking was at the, at the um, Astros per, uh, World Series parade rocking my, oh, like it was just oh. like, yeah, like it was big and he was like, performing at, and this is when he was like, really like yeah this is kind of this is kind of before his problems yeah he lived on the it was just organic he just came in and threw the hat on you know and it was just and he got a turkey and cheese and just kept it moving i see him every day i wave to him <laughs> and it was just his dj started wearing it and, and, and chase b and it was just like a whole and it became like a whole thing i'm you know they were definitely a, a big a big part of you know that thing taking off and people rocking it your deep ties to the hip-hop community continue to pay dividends you know i thought it was just <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable to me because i also I didn't know this about you when I met you, but you you used to tour with uh, Queens legend Action Bronson as well. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we tra- we traveled the world together. What did you do on these tours? Oh, uh, I road managed him. I, ma- I made sure I made sure we got the bag. I made sure that the, the okay. The, so- yeah, I made sure that I made sure that the uh, yeah, I made sure that he was basically. I went on I went on the road with my boy and made sure he was good. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all. Okay. That's what Chris does with us. That's what I do yeah. with us. Unfortunately, the money is probably a little less, but. Um, uh, you know we're working on it uh but so you had to crack heads in like auckland because they were late with the check facts yep that was that was going to <laughs> yeah, buffalo buffalo we have i don't think i'm a lot no yeah yeah buffalo you don't want yeah you, you gotta bring a couple extra guys in buffalo yeah i road managed them for a while you know we you know we came up together me and him uh we, we went to high school together we lived by each other we hung out a lot and then um he started rapping and i was like let's go let's do this and i was really kind of like not his ma- not not his manager in any sense in the beginning, but I was definitely out in the streets. Like you know, I did. I, I was in clubs and I was doing. Well, I was all over the place, and I was kind of a mouthpiece like for him. I was playing his mixtape for people, you know, with DJs or whoever put a lot of people onto him. Yeah, yeah. He became popping, um, rightfully so, and then we ended up traveling the world. Uh, you know, he went on tour a bunch of times. We we went all over Europe, you know. Um, I just can't imagine you. I can't imagine you kind of slumming it the way tours force you to. <laughs> I know you're younger, but you sharing a, a, a Holiday Inn. It was fun, dude. It, it was. It wasn't <laughs> like it was fun. Like I was in my twenties. Like we were in like Brussels or like it was like sure, sure, we sure. Like, yeah, yeah. It was. It, I mean, it was great. We were like seeing the world, and we had our plane tickets paid for. It was, it was kind of fire. It was fire. It wasn't kind of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's why we do this podcast. But yeah, you're a known. You and I kind of butt heads sometimes because of your dedication to dusty hip hop. That's kind of what you represent. <laughs> And <laughs> I want to. I listen to this podcast sometimes, and I want to crash my car through a fucking wall. <laughs> I feel like you're taking shots at me. No, 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 Paulie, I love you, but I think that sometimes, sometimes the things we love as individuals need to be shot taken. Shots need to be taken because you're kind of riding for some things that I just have to. I like my own dusty shit, and people come for me. I feel like you don't get checked enough. <laughs> Kind of for how dusty, how dusty you are. I think that's the problem. It keeps you young. You need a friend like me to make sure that, like, hey, bro, I know you love Capadonna, but like, you should check out this new artist, NBA Young the Pillage, Boy, and give the pillage, it a shot. The pillage yeah. was, I mean, the pillage it was been attacked a lot. Milk the cow. Chris, you shouldn't have brought that up. I didn't mean to bring up wood because, so to me, you represent a certain kind of. You know, you you have a good time with it, but you're a big Nas guy. You're a big, but mo- I'm a big Kodak Black guy. I know you run mm. the gamut. I know that you have yeah. musical flavors. You but know that I'm, I'm from Queens. Like I grew up with. I mean, Nas is my like. There's nobody like. There's Jay. There's 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 no like Biggie and Pac for me. It's it's, it's Nas. That's the guy that we grew up. You know what? Wow. Yeah, like Biggie was like. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's rough. Biggie was you know around, but like Nas was the one that we were. It was written all of that. So it's yeah. I have a little nostalgia when he drops a new album. I'm fucking excited, mm-hmm. and he's shouting out, "Queen, I'm I'm in my backyard doing fucking push-ups." <laughs> <laughs> Polly's doing those little triangle push-ups, doing burpees to the King Disease Three. So you're listening to him and Hit Boy like it's relevant, doing a jail workout to kind of take you back to your youth. What's relevant? I mean, what does that, <laughs> what does that mean? Like. NBA has no, no. up a new album every week. I can't even keep up with, with this. <laughs> no, no, I don't actually. I don't actually understand NBA YoungBoy. I've tried. The music doesn't do anything for me. I, I will say Nas has one great song that legendary will always ring off in the club. Which one? Major Luck. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's an. That's unbelievable. That's like as good as it can be, honestly. And if you have one of those, then you're good, kind of, I guess, because people are still coming back for, to the well, and and he ain't giving you any water. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was nominated. Wasn't he nominated for a Grammy last year? Oh well, come on. Did oh, he win a Grammy? Oh, now you respect the Grammys. Now you respect the Grammys. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting, I mean, I don't for know. Instance, I don't know if everybody agrees with Chris Black's. Uh, they don't agree with me, but this is a no. They definitely this is don't. a hill I'm going to die on. And Jason, I'm not going to a I'm not going to a Souls of Mischief Mischief <laughs> show at the Nova. Like, come on, like, I'm not, at the Nova, at Dusty. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry, but there's, you know, for these types of rap, you know, like a Nas and like Souls of Mischief or like these lesser known dusty rappers from that era, uh-huh. they're playing those shows because they got a, they got mouths to feed. They got to pay their rent. People like Nas and Jay-Z and all these people who have managed to stay alive, they have tens of millions of hundreds of millions of dollars and in investments and all that stuff. At, but at what point did they need to stop rapping because it's a young person's game or... Yeah. Do yeah. they have to keep rapping because if they don't, then they they'll die? Like what do you, what do you think it is? They're doing it for me. <laughs> They're doing it for dusty thirty nine year olds. All right, okay, all right. so- if anyone has gray pubes, make some noise for this next one. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't call it. I, I don't know. That's a question for them. I don't know why. You know, he could, he could stop tomorrow. He could stop tomorrow, and he'd be. You know. Well, he's made some great tech. He made he's he's made some great tech investments, as we all know. Which I do I do like when you know members of the hip-hop community diversify their portfolios because I think that's smart. Absolutely, yeah. How much did you lose on crypto? <laughs> 10 racks, I think. 
<laughs> really trying to really really take the shot. No, 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 no. I just I, <laughs> my Coinbase is. I don't even open up Coinbase anymore. I'm just, 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 <laughs> no, neither do I. I. I bought I bought it the wrong. I clearly bought it the wrong time. <laughs> I don't even. Well, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, we all lost money on crypto, so you know. Remember NFTs. That was that was a crazy. That was that was a crazy. One of the uh, one of the months. worst things Jason's done to me in our abusive relationship is forced me to do a how long gone NFT in the early days that I can't. Unfortunately, people like to tell me about when I'm disparaging the NFT community. <laughs> There's still hope, brother. There's still hold the line, Chris. You never know. I'm holding the line. I know. I know. We're, We're holding the out. line because we forgot our password to Coinbase. Uh, that's the only reason <laughs> yeah, exactly. why we haven't sold. <laughs> exactly. You need to. You need to do a, a double identification with the ID. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? We get to our, our favorite our favorite supermarkets. No, we're gonna talk. Well, we're gonna talk about Erwan and we're gonna talk about Kanye. Jeez, Kanye just oh man, he just went off. Now you're in because you're a known friend to the Jewish community, so I know this is hitting kind of hard for you. I think it's just all crazy. I mean, it's just it's it's just the whole thing's nuts. I mean, I don't know what the end game is here. Yeah, that's um, the, that's the question. Like, is it is it? Do you feel like it's just self sabotage yeah. on another level? Yeah, is it like a? Is yeah. it, well, I'm not. You know, probably somebody's going to comment on this, but I, I think that like one of those personality disorders is like is self sabotage is like one of the main symptoms of. Yeah. And I think, mm. yeah, you know, when things are going really good, you throw a wrench in your whole life, and you, yeah, um, you torpedo it. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's happened. I mean, because he was on Alex, he was on, he was on Alex Jones today, and he was saying, he was saying like. <laughs> he first of all, he's wearing a face covering. I don't want to. I don't want to laugh. But it's, he was saying, "Don't sleep on Adolf Hitler." He said, "Hitler's dope." <laughs> Hitler's <laughs> dope. <laughs> Hitler's dope is crazy. But it's all. It's all really. The problem is with stuff like this. It's so dark. But then he continues to do the same thing, where it becomes like a parody. So then it's kind of funny. It's this weird thing where I'm like, this is so bad, but he's being so insane. That like I can't almost I can't almost take it seriously anymore. Today wasn't so funny. I think this is the one that yeah. was like kind of scary. Like he pulled a he pulled a he pulled a mitten out or something and, and like started talking with a puppet. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> did you see that? Like, whoa, I, I mean, this is it's more sad than anything. I'm watching this guy. I'm, uh, you're watching somebody have a mental breakdown. I mean, I, Alex Alex Jones literally was like. Nah, bro. I think Alex Jones is like you're going too far. Alex Jones basically said Alex to him like Jones you got to chill, like, bro. Ah. You got to chill. Yeah. Alex Jones said, "Hold this L." He's never done that. <laughs> He's never yeah, done that. Uh, He's never done that. Well, I, I I kind of see Kanye's angle where it's like if we're all children of God and we all have love and and Christ inside of us, then even the even if we do bad things, even if I killed that guy or if I killed eight million of those guys. I have, I still have love, and, Christ love, and, you know, p the potential for positivity inside no, bro, of me, no. which, which I understand, but it's also, I'm, 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 I'm not agreeing it, with that. <laughs> I don't think this is a spin move. You can't really spin this one. This was a crazy. I'm one. not trying to spin. I'm not trying to spin. I'm trying to get my head inside of what Kanye is thinking. Is he like distilling everything down into this thing where it's like, I don't think he's thinking. I don't think he's thinking. I think he's talking Yeah. much like me. You know, from time to time, I don't think about what I say beforehand, uh -huh. but I'm not I'm not him and I'm not saying things that are that inflammatory. But I also think that he I think this is a rejection of the Kardashians. That's what I think. Listen, the whole thing's exhausting. What do you mean by that? Exactly. Just seeing him. It's just exhausting. I mean, I haven't watched the whole interview. I'm not going to, but it's just I'm, I'm just I, mean, I only watch the academics clips because <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know. But yeah, I know you're a big. Thing. Are you friends with Ack? Can you plug us in? No, I'm not friends with Ack. All right. All right. So are you friends with Joe Budden? Can you plug us in? 
You really like the Joe Budden podcast. Now that's your podcast. It's the only podcast I listen to. Yeah. So I, remember, need, I, I remember you telling me how that. long gone. I feel like I no one can get me to Joe though. It's weird. Like he should come on how long gone. It would be. Why don't you just DM him? I don't. You can't just DM because him? I don't have. Slide in. Slide in, Chris. Come on. I don't have a Brazilian butt lift, and I don't. And a bar. <laughs> I'm not a bartender in New Jersey. You got a check though, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay our we don't pay our guests unfortunately. Sorry to break that news to you right now, but no, he meant a blue check, a blue check, blue oh, check, a blue check. Uh, oh, he meant a blue check. I mean, he might open with the blue check. You never know. Yeah, he might open with the blue check. That's true because Chris, you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't shoot, Chris. Yeah, you got to shoot your shot. My logo has been um, confused as Illuminati by the hip hop community before, so I think this could be an opportunity where he maybe thinks I'm trying to indoctrinate him. What's your logo? I got to pull it up. It's just a, it's just a, a pyramid with. It's an a pyramid eye. with an all-seeing eye. You know, there's a lot of Freemason, oh, Freemasonry yeah. going on. Yeah, that's very Illuminati. You think- <laughs> So you think I have a shot with Joe based on the Illuminati? Oh, for sure. Like, like what? They're calling. Finally. <laughs> Nobody loves the Illuminati more than 48-year-old rappers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, no. It's like- From Jersey. Yeah. From Jersey. What, he really reps for- Jer- Do you have any relationships in Newark? Like, he's no. very Jersey. No? No. You don't- <laughs> no, I got nothing with- Is New Jersey like the Orange County of New York? No. Long Island's the Orange County of New York. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, he, he really reps hard for Newark and all his boys on the show. You probably know some of his boys. You must know Maul, the, the former co-host. Those, are those, those aren't his boys anymore. Well, yeah, but you must know him. You must know Maul or Rory. No. You don't know Rory? No, I think I, I, I've, been out here, I've been out here for eight years now. I'm a... Uh, I'm, I don't even know if I got. I don't even know if I'm a New Yorker anymore. That's scary, bro. I think my Zaza R Us card got revoked. <laughs> you, uh, you, you turned in your Metro card for the Erewhon membership card, yes. is what you're saying? Yeah, but only at the only at the uh, only at the smoothie bar. I got the that membership. I don't have the full. Oh, really? I don't have bro, the full. come on. You're making you're making too much money to just do smoothie. I'm bar, not doing fifty dollar cream spinach. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Sorry. Fifty dollar cream spinach. I pre-order the smoothie on the app. Keep the truck running in and out. You're not going to catch me 45 minutes at a smoothie bar. What's the smoothie? Are you getting the peanut butter blast? All day. Extra whey, baby. My Oh, whey? Come on. Come on. We're plant protein, bro. You can't do whey. Yeah, that's, that's, you're that's, plant protein. <laughs> All right, we're bulking, baby. <laughs> so it's an Uncle Polly dirty bulk season? Or are you trying to do a clean bulk? Oh, we're doing... Uh, we're doing What's dirty bulk? That's that's when after like before you do your cutting season, you go to Hot Wings Cafe for the sixty piece. No, that's no, dirty I, bulk. I, I try no, I, I'm doing clean. Okay, so you get the peanut butter smoothie, extra way. Yeah, I've never tried that before. Do you add anything else? I add spinach to get no. my Popeye on, as well as chia seeds as a thickening agent. Ew, <laughs> ew, <laughs> Spinach to a peanut butter. You can't. You can't. Somebody (laughs) told me one of the employees at the tonic bar told me that like that you can get a lot of greens this way and you won't really taste it. Yeah, he's crazy. Peanut butter and spinach is nuts. No, it's good. (laughs) It's fine. And I have peanut butter is nuts. You know my palate. You know my palate's blown out. You know I can't taste shit. You're tripping. Well, what do you? Are you guys familiar with the Liver King? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're real surprised that he's on uh, HGH. Guy's got a D cup. Have you have you ever considered going deep neck like, now that you've been like really working out a lot more and you're in LA, you're in Erewhon, you're doing these crazy supplements and proteins and powders and all that stuff. Have you ever considered going down that route of just like eating raw liver to just turn like, into a beast? It. Like a like beyond no, beast? No. No. I'll do that. I'll I'll stick to the like, California chicken cafe. <laughs> the chicken. Okay, so you're are you a you're a California do you get the wrap or are you go in salad mode? Either one. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll mix it up. I'll do a sweet greens chicken chicken plate. Okay, yeah. okay. That's I, that's why that's why eating lunch is such a is such a gamble because it's not even about feeling like shit. It just makes me tired. Luckily, I have a I have a sandwich shop where I could go and graze. Uh, <laughs> you know, luckily, grab a little, luckily grab a little I have a sandwich. off the slicer. Grab a little mortadella off the slicer. Eat a meatball. I can keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> that's the grab a handful of iceberg and toss it back. The, yeah, uncle, the uncle the uncle Paulie's lunch diet is nice. So you're just pit, I like that you're grazing with the offerings all day so paul you nice. said you got a, you got a lot of shit popping 2023 anything that you can talk about anything you want to tease out i'm opening a, i'm opening another shop um i can't really t- say where yet unfortunately it sounds like a douchebag um saying that but is it out is it but is it, it's not in la it's somewhere else yeah somewhere else is it in is it in america yes it's in america <laughs> okay good that. all yeah. right i don't know if you had the the, the qatar the cater the cotter no <laughs> Yeah, I could see you I, I doing used, that. I could see you. Yeah, I could see you taking some dirty Saudi money for a little cold I mean, cut. Hey, let's you know? go, holler at me. I'm down. I'm also to, down. I got a kid to feed, bro. Let's go. So, yeah, so there's another. So the the people outside of the beautiful Los Angeles metro area will be able to enjoy your delicacies. Uh, yeah. In the in twenty. Yeah, and I also really, I, honestly, I'm gonna keep it real. I want to open up in Orange County. Mm-hmm. You know what? We should do a we should do a scouting trip on a Saturday. Kind of, Jason's our guide. You drive the truck. I sit in the back and kind of film everything, you know. Guess who's looking for a helping me look for a place? Mm-hmm. My brother. I have him on my phone. as Chris Jeans. <laughs> yeah, my brother's name is Chris Stewart. My name is Jason Stewart, and his name in in Paulie's phone is Chris, Chris Jeans. Jeans. That's good. I like that. I think you're gonna. I can't wait for Orange County to drop. We'll be there for the. I think Jason and Chris should actually cut the kind of ribbon on the opening. Oh, I'm, yeah. Let's go. I'm down. We'll do the ribbon cutting. There needs to be like a half pipe or a quarter pipe set up somewhere if you're going to open a store in Orange County, though. It's just right by the it's beach. a legal thing. Sorry, that's kind of what we do down here. It's just kind of part of the deal. That's great. Uh, we love to see you uh, expanding into into other territories. And I think now that this episode is is coming to an end, it really is time for the How Long Gone sandwich to hit the menu. Uh, we were supposed to do it mm-hmm. months. We were, supposed, we were supposed to do it. And, and now I think we feel ready, you know, if you are. Um, <laughs> And we have some ideas uh, that this we could be a good way to break out our vegetarian menu. Why do you feel ready now? Uh, because I think we're more established, and I've also eaten more sandwiches. You know, <laughs> oh, just in okay. general. Yeah. So I've kind of <laughs> I've kind of test the waters, and I think Jason is actually Polly. It's not you. It's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He it's had to kind of he had to do the work. Chris finally Chris finally had a sandwich, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I kept. He's here. like. Uh, <laughs> I had my first sandwich. I think I get it now, you guys. This thing's pretty fucking good. We're gonna twenty twenty three. We can tease a twenty twenty three. How long gone vegetarian delicacy at at Uncle Polly's? We can officially tease that here. Yeah, let's do Wrap it. Wrap your mouth around that, Hoagie. You could do a live. We could do a lot. We could do a lot. We could do a live pod at the deli, like I did the comedy mm-hmm. night. Yeah, that was. How did the comedy night go? It was fantastic. I couldn't believe how good it was. I got up on stage. I said a few words. <laughs> you felt moved. You had to get up on stage. I was, I was literally, I was moved a little. Yeah, I was. It was, it was a beautiful turnout. I'm gonna do another one in January. I got some big, uh, yeah, I got some things in the works. It's gonna be fun. That's great, actually. It's a, it's a great, it's a great full circle story to to start your whole culinary career. You know, yeah, bar backing in a bowling alley that did comedy in the back room, and now. You have your own business with yeah. multiple locations. Orange County coming soon, 2023. <laughs> and now you are having comedy back in there. Yeah, and cool. God only knows where you're going to take it from there. Hopefully not Showtime. Maybe uh, maybe HBO or Netflix. It's a good, it's a good, you know, people laugh, people laugh and drink and they leave happy. It's it's a fun little Friday night, you know. Who doesn't like a comedy show except Chris? <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, that's me. I, I hate them. Um, all right. Well, I hate to laugh. <laughs> I love to laugh. I hate comedians. Uncle Paulie, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, here, 
today on How Long Gone. Guys, if you want to have sex with Emily Ratajkowski, you can go to uh, Pauly's website, order a hat, um, you know, to, to shoot your shot. Uh, Jason's wearing one right now. His dick mm-hmm. looking dry, but that's that's on him, you know. So I got the, you know, I got the baby shit brown Uncle Polly's hat, brand new. You know what I'm saying? That, U- that good UPS. Mm-hmm. That good UPS. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, Polly. Uh, it's it's a pleasure, and we'll see you soon, bro. Bless up. Thank you, guys. Boys and girls, listen up. You can be anything in the world, and God we trust. An architect, doctor, maybe an actress, but nothing comes easy. It takes much practice. Like I met a woman who's becoming a star. She was very. Beautiful.